I'm plugged, I'm plugged, I'm plugged in. What up, what up, what up? It's your boy Escobar Poppington. We back at it. Um, this is the motherfucking plugged in podcast. Listen, if you are, are listening to this right now, make sure you follow us, man, on Instagram. Plugged in, follow us on and like us on Facebook, Twitter. Actually, uh, my Twitter handle is Escobar Poppington. And uh, let's go ahead and get into it, man. Um, so basically, I had a conversation earlier, and I'll just get into it. So basically, me and my watch was white. Uh, me and my wife was watching Love and Hip Hop. And by the way, I fucking hate this fucking show. Um, and that's pretty much what the subject is about. About how much I hate the show and what it has turned this culture into. Um, the whole hip hop urban community is is it's just getting more gay by the minute. Now I don't have a problem with the LGBT community. I do not have a problem with the LGBT community. I do, on the other hand, have a problem with this pedophilia shit that everybody, you know, certain somebodies is trying to justify as being a motherfucking condition. But that ain't what this episode's about. So loving hip hop, I'm sick and tired of loving hip hop. Loving hip hop, Hollywood, Chicago, Atlanta, Miami, New York, Toronto. I'm sick of it. I hate this shit. I hate this shit. But anyway, like I said, uh, I was watching it last night. My wife fucking loves this show. And all they fucking do is fucking fight. You know, I mean, for a little bit. It looks like motherfuckers is getting along, but then the next thing you know, you know, give it a little bit, give it a couple of seconds, and somebody's going to end up throwing hands or doing some bullshit. But I fucking hate this show because ultimately it is tearing black folks down. Like, and it's coming from all different directions where this shit is, you know, the way that this shit is taking place. Like, for on one hand, you got little girls looking at this show because their moms are watching it or their older sisters are watching it. You got little girls looking at this show. You know, ever since Kim Kardashian little sex tape with Ray J dropped, that bitch ain't did nothing but become more famous and more famous and more famous and more successful. Now, I'm not saying she's a dumbass bitch, but, you know, the typical motherfucker just can't do that. She, you know, motherfuckers do that, that type of shit a dime a dozen. But back to this love and hip hop shit, me and my wife is watching this shit, and I'm literally just watching it because, you know, it's something that we can watch together. We don't always have a, the same days off. Uh, we're, you know, but we're both, we both were off work last night, and uh, we were able to check it out. So, pretty much, I don't know if y'all familiar with Safari, but Safari is on here fucking around with A1's. Uh, wife A1 is this nigga from Kansas City Kansas who now and this is Love and Hip Hop Hollywood if anybody's wondering but uh, basically Safari was fucking around with this other dude's wife and then he finds out and then I'm just thinking and I'm, I'm talking to her like why do you watch this what do you get out of this and what she told me which was some real shit was that it's like a modern day soap opera for this generation. 
When I was growing up, my mother, my grandmother, my sister, all the women in my family, they were heavily involved in the soap operas. I mean, the white soap operas that came on television, CBS, NBC type shit. Those soap, those soap operas were totally different than these urban culture soap, these urban culture reality TV shows. Like, Love & Hip Hop ain't no motherfucking soap opera, my nigga. Love & Hip Hop is a motherfucking, uh, it's the most ratchetest shit I've ever seen on TV when it comes to reality TV. I mean, you got bitches on here throwing drinks at each other, striking each other with what they can. I just ain't seen a motherfucker poke a motherfucker yet or shoot a motherfucker yet. It'll happen one day the way, at, at the rate these motherfuckers is going. But anyway, she said it's a soap opera. So, you know, uh, I put my differences to the side when I realized, you know, I realized a couple years ago that she just was not going to not be watching this anymore. Because I feel like it does something to the brain. It does something to a part of someone's brain. You know, watching that type of show says a lot of shit. You know, my mother used to tell me. Not my mother, I'm sorry. But somebody I grew up with used to tell me all the time, you know a motherfucker based on how, what kind of music they listen to. But that ain't always the case, my nigga. Just because a motherfucker's listening to Eminem's first Marshall Mathers LP or the Slim Shady LP doesn't mean that that's how he goes about life. But as an adult, I will say, whoever like a motherfucker is listening to, at least in the urban community, whoever you're listening to and whatever type of music you listen to, that is the type of shit that you would agree with nine times out of ten in most cases so when it comes to what the mind visualizes and what the information that the brain is taking in based on television programming it's gonna be the same outcome so now loving hip-hop since since Love and Hip Hop has begun, it has grown so much because I used to fuck with Love and Hip Hop back in the day. When Love and Hip Hop first came on, I was fucking with it. Like I think everybody was because that's back when reality TV was really good. Now, it's literally just a bunch of women on specifically talking about Love and Hip Hop. Now, and it goes down on Basketball Wives too, I believe. But now these are urban culture reta uh, reality television shows. And the roles that these people portray, man, it just doesn't. For me, it's not doing anything for me as far as evolving as a man. So I discontinued watching this shit. And my problem with it, though, is what it's doing to everybody else. The youngsters watching this shit. The females, the little girls watching this shit. Thinking that all they need to go do is get a fake ass boot, donkey booty. Move to Miami. Finesse a nigga until she can finesse her way into getting whatever it is. She needs to be successful. If that's what you want to do, honey, that's what you want to do. But that ain't what Martin Luther King stepped out here for. That ain't what motherfucking... Uh, you know, that that's not what none of our leaders got out here on the field for us to do like none of these niggas stepped out here one day and was like you know decided that they, that they wanted to fight for rights and you know black folks we have had a lot of motherfucking issues ever since um we've been freed of slaves and then ever since we've joined uh ever since we were given civil rights you know we've been through a lot and we're not the only people that's been through a lot. But the difference between us 
is uh, most of us that were born in America, we don't know anything much more than that. We just know who our grandparents were and possibly our great grandparents were. And that's literally just a white man's name. That ain't really like or an Indian mixed with a white man's name. It's coming from an Indian or a European family, all of our names. We don't, that's what I've had a problem with for so long. And yeah, a, a typical motherfucker would say, well, just go get your DNA tested and go figure it out. And I'm working on that, motherfucker. But I'm trying to stay on subject. Listen, man, this shit is, it, look, I get so passionate about this shit. I'm passionate about this shit because. It means a lot to me. It means a lot to what our culture is turning into because we could be so much more. You know, there's so many people out here talking about stay woke, stay woke. And then there's a bunch of people out here who think they woke and motherfuckers really ain't. And then you got people out here who are kind of like me. Like, I want I want to see unity amongst the American African-Americans. You know what I mean? Because we can't really come together with other Americans if we can't come together ourselves. But I found myself at certain times saying that, you know, we probably won't see it in my lifetime. You know, this lifetime that I'm in, I don't know if, if African-Americans in America will be able to unify um, appropriately in the time, you know, as far as in the lifetime that I'm living. Because of everything going on, we're too distracted. People are too distracted, you know what I mean? And black folks in America, you know, we still shit on each other every chance we get. And that's all that's going on on these fucking t uh, reality TV shows. But I'm speaking on the urban hip-hop reality TV shows. Not all of them. Mainly just love and hip-hop. Okay, like I mentioned earlier, love they got love and hip-hop on Hollywood, Toronto, California, Miami, New York. I mean, I salute Mona. And Mona, if you're not familiar with her, she's the CEO of this Love & Hip Hop franchise. I'm not even mad at you, baby. Do your thing. Get your bag as long as you can get it. And everybody knows that negativity and lies, it just generates more attention when it comes to news and media. Nobody cares about the truth. Nobody cares about positivity. It's negativity that makes shit pop off, that gets you views, that gets you ratings, and that's all her show is about. So why would she cut why would she cut that shit? Why would she stop doing that because of the negativity that it's putting on into the culture or into the kids? Why would she do that? I don't know, maybe because she's a real ass motherfucker. And in this case, she's not a real ass motherfucker. Like I said, I salute her for starting the franchise and holding it down this long, but it wasn't like this in the beginning, Mona. Mona, you done lost control. Because all, I mean, there's been several characters. There's been several people on here. And the thing about this goddamn show, my nigga, the thing that I can't stand about this show the most is it's not even about hip hop. It's called Love and Hip Hop, and it's not even about love and hip hop. It's just a bunch of people. It's just a, it's just a bunch of, it's just a bunch of grown people. Actually, it's a bunch of little childish teenagers in high school that are all in grown people's bodies. And some people say it's scripted. Hell, my wife's even said that the whole shit is scripted or staged. If not scripted, she said it's staged. And that very, that you know, that very well may be the case. But like I mentioned before, man, this has to do with the with the generation to come, the kids to come. 
they're falling in love with this shit. They thinking that this is cool. They seeing that people, they're seeing how people move around on this show. They're seeing how the women move around on this show. They're seeing how the men move around on this show. And they're following, they're following Sue. You know, when I was growing up, uh, I grew up with an alcoholic father. He put hands on my mother a lot. He went to prison a lot. Um, he didn't really raise me. He took care of me. He made sure that I had a, a roof over my head. Um, he, 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 he pretty much taught me how to be a man, yes, but he didn't really raise me. The streets raised me, my nigga. The OGs, the niggas I grew up with, they raised me. Like, I didn't get that from home. Do you realize how many kids, how many young men and women right now, young boys and girls, are not being raised at home by their own parents? Their parents are working double shifts. They're working overnight. You know, they don't have time to raise. Nigga, the telephone, is, the social media is raising our children. Social media and motherfucking uh, reality TV. Because all this shit that's on this ratchet ass loving hip hop and all these other shows, it's just as ratchet and it's and it's right ra- and it's it's doing the same effects as the social media is doing. And I've seen this generation do some of the stupidest shit when it comes to these challenges. Like when I was growing up, uh, we was not doing this shit. But then again, attention is the number one drug now. In the eighties, it was crack. Uh, uh, cocaine and in the 90s it was crack in the early 2000s it was thizzles ecstasy mollies now it's mollies percocets and motherfucking attention especially on social media and I just wanted to get into uh, you know as far as these reality TV shows they are focusing on the LGBT community so much more now when it comes to African Americans. Once again, I'm uh, not against anyone that is not straight. I have no problem with anyone's sexuality, men or women. My problem is that I was I didn't ask to be here on this earth. Okay? The Lord gave his only begotten son so that I could be here and I thank him as much as I can for that my problem is that I am a black man in America and from what we have come from the history of our race in this country to now have so many men who are not straight and who are pretty much just put on on stage constantly on all these shows from Empire to reality TV shows like Love and Hip Hop. Y'all, I mean, y'all got us looking really bad out here. Like, I remember growing up in high school hearing about how African Americans were the number one, like, we had the biggest percentage to be carrying HIV and AIDS in the whole country. But yeah, we make up of one of the smallest populations in the damn country. Not the smallest, but, you know, the one right next to it. I mean, shit. And so now I'll come to the other day. My wife was watching this guy on YouTube and he does a lot of videos. And my first impersonation of this guy is he's gay. 
um, because of his voice, the way he carried himself and, you know, all he was talking about, I think all he does is talk, he, he does reviews on television shows and most of the time it's what? Love and hip hop. Um, so I already know why she watches his videos on YouTube, but you know, it's it's been a few months now and she still watches this person and I don't have a problem with her giving, you know, them any attention. My problem is, is how much she glorifies it. And I'm saying that to say this, when you glorify certain things, you start to believe that that's what it should be. You know, there's a lot of black women out here. There's a lot of African women in that. And there's a lot of African-American women in the United States that think that they'll never ever get married. They think that there's no good men out there. But yet at the same time, a lot of these same women appreciate a black man that's not straight. Not for them, but just to be a friend or just to get advice from or, you know, kind of like how my wife does. She used to watch, because we don't have cable. We pretty much just watch everything on the internet. And she used to watch a few people on YouTube where she would get like her gossip news. I don't, I mean, you know, like Wendy Williams, she would watch her show, but then there's a couple other people on YouTube who are really popular YouTube channels and they kind of do the same type of shit. Wendy Williams does. She don't even fuck with them no more. My nigga, she flat out fucks with these gay dudes on YouTube. They getting like, you know, a hundred thousand views in the first 10 hours that their video is out. So they popping. they have very lit, YouTube channels. My bad, y'all. I was really interrupted, but I'll get back into it. Um, I don't really know what I was talking about because I had pre-recorded some shit. But basically, um, I was getting back into how passionate and how the shit makes me feel and how it can make others feel and how it could deal how people in relationships and marriages are dealing with it and you know some people that are married still or in relationships are bisexual and they just haven't come out yet that isn't the case in my life everyone is straight in my relationship but in others that could be the case and then a lot of times this situation and this subject that I'm discussing isn't even a big deal because maybe someone's other half isn't around but I don't get a lot of time with my other half so when I do it seems lately that that's a lot of what I hear and I am quite frankly just sick and tired of seeing the black man in America go through the bullshit that he goes through as far as being as far as not being a straight man on the internet all you're doing with these shows on on TV is just showing these young boys that it's cool to be whatever you want, and that's fine. It is cool to be gay, and it's cool to be straight. Nobody has a problem with none of that. But showing it and broadcasting it constantly, constantly talking about it, constantly glorifying it, constantly uh, having it around me, I'm not going for it. I may have a kid one day, and he may end up being gay. I'm not going to turn my head away from him. I'm not going to say I'm not proud of you, son. I'm not going to never not talk to him again. 
I think at this point, the only way I would have a kid and I never talked to them is if they wanted to be a police officer. And even at, and even still, I probably would still talk to them because it's my kid. But like I said, I don't have a problem with the gay community. The problem that I have is the is the black women that glorify the gay the black gay community in America, because you guys are the only ones that do it. And I really don't have a problem. I just feel like it's a small issue that needs to be handled a different type of way. Because, for example, I could be watching Love and Hip Hop with my wife and she gets a kick out of these gay guys on this show. But then at the same time, I get to thinking, like, why are there so many of our women that's single? Why are there so many of our women in America who can't find a man? Is it because there's so many gay black men in America? I don't think so. But it could be. It's something to think about. So if you guys disagree with me or agree with me, leave a comment. Inbox me. Shoot me a DM. Let me know if I'm right or wrong. Because all I know is I have an opinion and I, that I'm entitled to. Just like you. And I, I, I understand that I may be looking at certain things the wrong way or giving certain things too much attention. Or maybe I'm going too hard about it and thinking too hard about it. Maybe I'm not. Who knows? But if anybody out there can hear me and is feeling me a little bit, even if you're not, tap in, plug in. Let me know what the fuck going on. It's your boy Escobar Poppington. And I'm out. I'm plugged in.